Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirits and spirit decks in the world of Magic the Gathering. On this episode, on this episode, we're going to be talking about an investors meeting that happened. I'm a little upset because I wasn't invited. That's right, I'm an investor too, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Let's get this episode started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode of MTG Ectoplasm. I'm your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra, extra large. You can reach me at Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me at email, sorry, at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. And the reason why I was stumbling there is because I have a new website. That's right mtg ectoplasm.com i'm a little excited about it um we're going to be end up fixing it up a little bit more uh i like where it is right now we we're going to post well what's up there is uh the episodes that i've done a little bit about me and there's a donation link if you want to throw some coinage my way it'll help with me building decks uh for mtgl for my pioneer modern and legacy uh, any patronage you throw my way will be gladly appreciated. All right. Also, I want to thank all my listeners internationally and here in the U.S. and here at home. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making this show what it is. I can't believe I, I'm actually stupefied. In one or two days, I had over 200 listens. That's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you. Also, I want to thank... That's right. We have Argentinians now. We now have Argentinians. Hola, chevos. That just means hello. Uh, how you doing in, in Argentinian? They speak Spanish with a little Italian flair. Unless you're, you know, I don't know if you're aware of that, but that's what they do. All right. Now, uh, I have here a challenge. I'm challenging you, the listener. I'm even challenging myself here. I'm excited because I, I just want to see where, where, what we do as a community. I'm challenging you, the listener, the spirit community, you, the spirit player, the pilot, because spirit is spirits are the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme when it comes to tribal and especially in just the way we kick ass no matter what we do in competitive play i want to see a popper spirit deck that's right you heard it here i'm challenging you the listener i want to see a competitive popper spirit deck all right and i want to see it played i want to see you guys out there building spirit decks in popper and kicking ass i why not why not? There are there are competitive uh, CEDH that have spirits. We're competitive in Pioneer. We're competitive in uh, Modern and Legacy. Uh, we're, we're trying to, if we can get more spirits in Historic, sure, we'll be there eventually. But yes, 
Spirit should be the best deck in every single format. And I'm telling you, the listener, please, please, please start building these proper spirit decks, start competing with them, and start kicking ass. You heard it here first. Now, okay, now, now I'm bringing it down. We talked in the intro, or brought up in the intro, that Watsy had an investor's meeting. And I said I was an investor. It's true. I own three shares. Three. Okay. I bought it at $87. Yeah, at $87. It's currently at 92. Ooh, I made $9 on my stock. But I'm not going to claim $9 is better than no no dollars, right? I'm going to probably, hopefully, if I make make more money eventually, I'll buy more because I have a good feeling about Watsy. Why? Because Hasbro has good feelings about Watsi. How do I know this? Because Watsi went from a subsidiary group to now a major division of Hasbro. It's one of the three divisions of Hasbro. Now you're going to go, Dwight, well, why should I care? Because now Watsi is no longer a child sitting at a child's table. No, 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 no. Watsi now has adult pants. Now they have adult, you know, belts. They're pulling away. They're they're coming to the adult's table. They're about to sit down and ready to order a an adult's meal. What I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen, is that Hasbro believes so much in Watsi that they're going to give them far more responsibility. What does that mean? That means I guarantee within the next maybe year, year and a half, we will now start seeing major marketing of Magic the Gathering everywhere. Everywhere. Now, I don't know if you're a ch- if you remember the 90s. I remember watching WWE Raw is War. They used to have advertisements. Advertisements for Magic the Gathering. They had a raging goblin. They had a rock. It was it was not. I mean, not like rock is like. Can you smell what I'm cooking? No, not that. Not that rock, but a rock that I think it was like a six six and it super trample, meaning that even if you blocked it, it still did damage to the other opponent. That's an ability they should bring back. Super trample. But I believe that Watsi is going to start advertising more. By advertising more, that means they're going to have to bring in a thing called intellectual properties, IPs. And this here is where people are losing their minds. I have here in my hands a thing they called a universe beyond. Now, you may have heard of it. Uh, It it made news last Wednesday, and it's about products such as Warhammer 40,000 and Lord of the Rings. Now, people are complaining, going, how does this fit Magic the Gathering? Well, let me take you uh, into my Wayback Machine and go several years ago. They released a product called My Little Pony. Now, they created this My Little Pony product 
and sold it to us on their website for charity. Now, I went out of my way to try to purchase one. I ended up not getting it. My friend Dan did. So, yay, Dan. And he ended up helping charity. Good. Very good. I like that. Then, Wizards ended up creating an unset. Okay, I believe it was unstable. And they wanted a little collector's box for it. So they ended up creating a collector's thing that had the Sword of Dungeons and Dragons, had a Dungeon Master, and Optimus Prime. And we were like, eh, who cares? It's an onset. Who cares? It's cute. I, I played Dungeons and Dragons. I remember watching the TV show, and I remember the Dungeon Master. It was a cool show. I liked it. Then Ikoria came, and then we saw Godzilla. Some fans were like, I don't like Godzilla. I like Godzilla, but I don't know how it works here. I like it, but I don't like it. I, I don't know how I feel. And the wonderful thing is that it was reskins. This is something I, I could support. I'm, I'm all for reskins. You're going to go, what the hell is a reskin? Basically, they gave you creatures from the world of Magic the Gathering, and then they said, oh, we're going to call this one Mothra. We're going to call this one uh, Godan and so on and so forth. And then, you know, you have your own little, you know, your collector's edition, which are going to go up in value, and your non-collectors. Me, personally, I collected the ones that were not Godzilla. Why? Because I believe in the flavor of magic. The only card that I purchased that I have in my hands, not on me, not, not in my physical hands, but it's in my, my, one of my boxes. I admit is the death Corona Godzilla. And the reason why, and yes, it's in poor taste. You're going to go Dwight. That's really bad. But I purchased it because of 2020. I don't want to forget everything that we went through. I want that card as a constant reminder of how here in the United States we came together, we pulled apart, we tried to come together, and how 2020 was an absolute shit show. And if you're a child under the age of 18 hearing me curse, I'm sorry, but I have to be honest, 2020 was an absolute shit show. Later on, after Ikoria, they came out with Secret Layers. Well, they've been doing Secret Layers. But the one that us, the community, ended up losing their minds, even I was like, are you kidding me? Are you effing kidding me? The Walking Dead? How does The Walking Dead work in Magic the Gathering? It does. It's not magic. It's modern day. How's that magic? I was pissed. I liked the show, too. That's the problem. I enjoyed watching the TV show. But to incorporate it in the world of Magic the Gathering, no sense. It's nonsense. But we were told, don't worry about it. It can only be used in Legacy and Commander play. Okay, I, I didn't worry about it. And then what happened? One of the cards became OP in Commander, and they had to ban it. Oh, don't worry. There's nothing to see here. Keep it moving. 
now. The benefits. Let me just tell you. There's a benefit for bringing these IPs in. Huge benefit. The benefit is this, ladies and gentlemen. We as a community, me, you and me as a group, not just the spirits, but the world of Magic the Gathering itself is about 20 million plus. That's it. 20 million plus. Now you and I are going to go, holy crap, 20 million? That's a lot. Because we think $20 million is money. But the problem is, if you look at the bigger scheme, the if you look in a global sense, we are almost, what, 8 to 9 billion people on this planet? 20 million is nothing. It's a single drop in a bucket. Now you're going to go, well, Dwight, why should I care if YT generates more players? Easy. This is the reason why. Ready? Because it makes your cards go up. Your card value goes up. That, what? You don't get it? Okay, this is how it works. Because we're only 20 million, there's only a certain amount of cards that are created and allocated, right? Now, if let's say we influx 20 million more, we double, what happens? that card base becomes smaller because everybody's going to want certain cards that are not available to them. So the modern cards that you're currently playing with become like the the uh, reserve list almost, but they're still printable, but the original printings are going to be sky high. So you yourself playing a collector's card game are generating revenue by having collectible cards and playing with them. That's the number one. Number two, I, you know, as much as I love my friends, Tom, Tom 2, uh, New Dan, my boy Chuck, uh, Scott, so on and so forth, my brother-in-law Dan, as much as I enjoy playing with them, I would like to play with other people as well. And I would like to sit there and talk about Magic the Gathering with just anybody. Because the problem is, is that when I walk out here to the general public and I go, hey, I play a game called Magic the Gathering. They look at me and go, you do card tricks or something? You play magic? Like you pull a rabbit out your head? I was like, no, 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 no. It's a collectible card game. Huh? That's the bewildered sound they give me. Huh? Then I have to explain to them it's Pokemon for adults. Oh, God. It, it just That's vinegar coming out of my mouth. I loathe. I truly loathe that statement. Because Pokemon's Pokemon, and if you're an adult, you can play Pokemon. Magic the Gathering is Magic the Gathering. It's the most complex game in all of the world. And how is it possible that the most complex game in all the world is not known worldwide. So, bringing in players is a good thing. It increases your card value. You get to play against different people. And guess what? You don't feel ostracized because you're going, oh, I'm playing cards. Now, the problem with bringing in a game like products like Warhammer 40,000 
in Lord of the Rings is the fact that he, nobody might buy the product and you might lose player base. That sucks. That sucks. Also, I'm, I'm going to go in two different directions here, especially because of the fact that it deals with Legacy and Commander. I know most of you are here for Pioneer and Modern and a splash of Legacy, but realistically, uh, I know, according to my analytics that I see, it's mostly Modern with a splash of Pioneer. And my wife just sneezed in the background, and I say, God bless you. You're welcome. Anyways, when it comes to competitive play, how will these things work? Like I said before, they want to bring in Warhammer 40,000. It doesn't fit the scheme unless it's, you know, they're bringing in vehicles, which I'll, I'll be okay with, but how many vehicles are you going to do? Now, they go, I know some of you are going, well, Dwight, Warhammer 40,000, they deal with lasers. Well, there is a magic card called Zap, which is a laser beam. Okay? So we can't say that lasers don't exist in the world of magic gathering. They do. I don't think it's one of the major products that actually fit the theme of magic. But we're talking a competitive first. And my fear is that you bring in Lord of the Rings and Warhammer, these products may be completely overpowered and saturate a legacy competitive field and take it over, and guess what? They've destroyed Warhammer 40,000, and they destroyed Legacy, and they can possibly do the same thing when it comes to Commander. That's my fear. When it comes to flavor, out and out, Warhammer 40,000 makes no sense at all. Zero sense. But Lord of the Rings, yeah, it makes tons of sense. My problem is uh, if you end up getting a card called Gandalf the Gray and Gandalf the White, you know, is does that still play by the Legends rules? Is it two different cards? Did we time shift these cards? What's going on here? So the, those are, those, you know, until we see the product from Watsy, it's really hard to sit there and say, eh. But my fear, my problem is what the gameplay is going to be like. We're competitive, but the flavor style doesn't make sense. But we play magic for fun. Let's be honest with one another, you and I. We play magic because it's great. It's fun. We play spirits because we want to hear our opponents say, that's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. You shouldn't be able to beat me up the way you are. Shame on you for kicking my ass. Now, there was other news. One that, uh, you know, since I've been playing for over 20 years, it, it caught my ear. And it's the reserve list. Players were losing their mind thinking that Watsy was going to do a workaround and try to find ways to modify 
and deal with reprints of the reverse uh, the reserve list. Well, according to Rose Mark, uh, sorry, to Mark Rosewater, there will be no changes in the way Watsi does business. So that means the reserve list stays. But what I will tell you is a Black Lotus sold for $500,000 recently in an auction. Yeah, you heard that right, ladies and gentlemen. $500,000. And you know, the people at Hasbro are like, well, you know, you're a new division. Um, that $500,000 card, you may want to reprint because that's cha-ching. And us at Hasbro, we have uh, people who purchase our stock, and they like some cha-ching, and maybe you should print more of the cha-ching. What I'm trying to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, even though Mark Rose, Rosewater came out with the statement, he is not the top guy. He's not the, 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 the guy who runs the show at Watson. He's not. So we have to be observant. If you're a person who has reserve list cards, I'm not telling you to sell right now. Not. You're never going to hear me say that. Hold them to your heart, you know, because they're great. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to reprint those cards again for a while. But if you're a little scared, it's time to get off the pot and start selling your cards so somebody else can purchase them. Me, personally, I have several cards from the reserve list, and I'm not letting go. That's just me. I'm not letting go. <sighs> Let me just tell you, it's been a tough. It, it, it's been tough looking at these, these reports that came out during the investors' meeting. But I have faith. I believe that they're going to do right. I believe that magic is going to grow. It's going to expand. It has to. I believe that these IPs, they're not going to screw it up. Even though I believe they may be, they should be silver bordered and be in their own separate universe. I believe that they're going to do right for us. And the only thing we got to do is just wait time. All right? So don't lose your minds. Don't get angry. Just have fun playing the game of magic. Just have fun. And you know what? That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's now time. It's time for the shout-outs. For the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. We want to prove out there that bet, that Spirits is the best deck in every single play format there is in competitive play. That's right. You heard it here. I'm going to shout out every time someone does great. I don't care if it's MTGO. If I find out you're playing paper magic, I'm going to shout you out on this show. In modern, on March 2nd, a player went 5-0 with a Bant build in an MTGO league. 
Congratulations, Ugin Finder. Another player, March 2nd, 5-0 with an Azorius build in an MTGO legacy. That's it, uh, MTGO league. And here it goes again. Raging Pikey. Man, Raging Pikey is on a tear. Let me just tell you, congratulations, Raging Pikey. That's the third time I've had to shoot you out on the show. That's right. I'm keeping track of you. I'm keeping track of Dr. Queller and, and, and Raging Pikey over here. And Ugin, Ugin Finder, you know, this is one. This is one I've seen. Let's make it two and hopefully make it three. In Pioneer, February 28th, we had an Azorius build. All right. It was a small gameplay. It was a a, uh, a VLG daily at Volgo Games. And God bless, because I don't know if I'm going to butcher this young man's name. It's Dicheco Andrew, or Andrew Dicheco. But the way it's supposed to it says Dicheco Dicheco Andrew. I'm so sorry, dude. That I'm killing your name. But congratulations going 5-0. Or winning your 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 uh your games. Next, March 1st, 5-0, Bant Build, MTGO League. Aura Mancer 007. Congratulations, Oromancer007, for kicking ass and proving that Spirits is the deck to beat. That's right. Remember remember what I said earlier, ladies and gentlemen. I'm challenging you, the listener, to build a competitive Popper Spirits deck. Come on, we can do it. I believe in you. Now, when it came to Historic and Legacy, unfortunately, there were no winners there. But I did see an interesting build because I did talk about Legacy last week. And somebody built a, uh, a Bant build with three Edric Spy of Trust. You know, I, 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 was, I, I was a little surprised to see that. I did, I did not know. But you know what? I'm, I'm liking what you're doing. I know who you are. I see you in the uh, Spirit Discords. But I want to see you top one. I want to see you be the best of the best, the cream of the crop and legacy. You know who you are. I know who you are. And I hope I'll be able to say your name so the rest of the world knows who you are and why you are, how you are, and what you do. And that means kicking ass in legacy with spirits. You know what, ladies and gentlemen? Come to that point of the show. That's right. You know what? You can reach out to me at Twitter, MTG Ectoplasm. Email me at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com or come to my website, mtgectoplasm.com. Throw me a line. Tell me what your thoughts are. Hell, throw me a donation. I would love to hear from you. You know what? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. <laughs>